0: Bartz FM podcast this is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to engineering a crisis this war is real fighting is everything even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war.
1: I need y'all to stop and listen and blow this shit up. This is an attack on our food supply and government control. Governor Newsom of California, let me remind you, the godson of Pelosi, one of the most corrupt families in our government, has signed an executive order in 722 to stop all well permits for the next two months. And just in case you guys forgot, farmers and ranchers, without them, you would starve. And let me educate you guys, for those of you who do not know, California is not just beaches and sunshine. Central Valley is the largest agriculture county in the United States. They grow a lot of food for our country. I live there. I know the corruption that this administration has with California and agriculture in our state. You have got to fight for our food supply. You have got to wake up to what they are doing to our farming and ranching community. I need you to call representatives. I need you to blow their phones up that this is unconstitutional to our food security and our future.
0: Good evening Patriots. Today is Monday, April 4th in the year 2022 and welcome to the Great Awakening. We are in a place right now of a total war, a war that's being waged on all of us, and it's time that we all start to pull our heads together and realize what this is really about. This has been a war from the moment that the fake pandemic was spread into this culture. It was a war from the minute that the media went on crazed to drive people insane and, and take the injection and bury themselves with masks. It's been a war on the entire humanity, but focused primarily on the West and and we as Americans are a primary target. And next up, food crises, and they're making it happen. Before we begin tonight, mypillow.com is the place for all your sleep and pillow needs, and right now you need a lot of good sleep, and you want to take care of yourself as much as possible. We are dealing with a stressful environment that's only going to continue to get worse and more stressful as we go forward, so make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. MyPillow has amazing products to help make that happen. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation's landing page for some of the best offers at MyPillow. Those include sixty percent off Giza Sheets, MyPillow Classic down for nineteen ninety-eight. My pillow slippers, my slippers for as much as fifty percent off my sleepwear for men's and women's fifty percent off, big savings on mattress, toppers, mattresses, all the things you need to ensure a great night's sleep. So, head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. Use your promo code bards, B A R D S, to take advantage of all these great savings. This is an important time right now to get your sleep, and MyPillow offers that. You can also use your promo code bards anywhere on the MyPillow site, the MyStore site, and the FrankSpeech.com site. And if you're inclined to speak to a human being rather than talk through the use your online portal, Call 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Use your promo code BARDS, and there you'll speak to a Patriot pillow counselor, and they'll get you hooked right up. So again, MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS is the BARDS Nation's landing page at the MyPillow site. You can also just go to MyPillow.com, use your promo code BARDS for all the great savings, and ensure you get a good night's sleep. Patriots, we're in a very critical time right now, and there's a lot going on on a global level that is ensuring that these maniacal crazies that are running our world are going to be able to manipulate more and more of their intended control, which is a digital currency and a digital ID by using food. And that's just something we have to start coming to grips with. In California, they are engineering this crisis and they've been working on this crisis in the central Valley since last year. They had been on a water shortage down there. Then they had a historic winter a few winters ago when they got all their rainwater and all the water they needed back up to levels. Then last year, after they had filled the reservoirs, California environmentalists in the government level secretly released all the water into the ocean, claiming that it was necessary to preserve the environment. The environmental crazies that are running this world, the same crazies that are in our teaching institutions, the same crazies that are out here pushing for this transgender garbage, they're more concerned about their gender identity and whether they get a weenie snip or not, rather than the crisis that is facing us as humankind. These are self-obsessed, maniacal, crazy people. No other way to put it. And it is time that we, the people, start realizing this and take this nation back. Now, I'm going to play this piece for you. I have a warning up front. There is a lot of F-bombs in this piece. So if that bothers you or if you have young children, it's one minute, 30 seconds, but I'm not taking them out by nature of what this topic is. This is a passionate piece needs to be heard. One minute, 30 seconds. Here we go.
2: Somebody needs to fucking tell me when the assault on the First Nations people in Canada is going to end. I can't fucking believe this shit. The British Columbia government is going to allow the forest industry to start spraying glyphosate over six different First Nations territories in the province of British Columbia. Glyphosate's going to kill berries, it's going to kill mushrooms, and it's going to kill all different types of natural herbal medicines, traditional herbal medicines. What in the fuck is going on? People, we need to stand up stronger and stronger. Every day this shit gets fucking worse. I can't believe this shit. The First Nations people of this country certainly deserve far more than that, and so does Mother Earth. Why in the fuck does the forest industry need to be killing berries and mushrooms and different types of herbs and medicines? What is going on? This is another form of extermination. They're taking the things away from us that we're going to need to survive off the land. My last video last night was about love, care and compassion. Well, I love and I care about each and every one of you. And when we stand united, loving the person beside you, that makes us that much fucking stronger. We have to stop this shit.
0: Yes, we do. Glyphosate, a broad-spectrum systemic herbicide, and crop disencant, disencant. Uh, dis- what it does is it acts as an inhibiting the plant's enzymes and it is used to kill weeds, especially annual broadleaf weeds and grasses that compete with crops. Its herbicidal effectiveness was discovered by Monsanto, our favorite GMO company, in 1970. You can see where this is again. Every company that's been doing genetic modification, every company that's has into anything dealing with gene modification, Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Monsanto, anything to do with that, they are getting the control of how to run this world. They are eradicating the natural species. They are trying to modify the human species through this injection. If you have taken the injection, bad news for you. Because if you have taken the injection and you have taken all of the injections up to date, you have about a 100% chance, and I'm not kidding about this, by the fall of contracting VAIDS, which is vaccine-induced AIDS, by the fact that the junk that you put in your body and willfully accepted under fear motivation, you have now modified and permanently modified your immune system. So we have a crisis in humanity that we are dealing with. We have a crisis in morality. That we are dealing with. A complete bankruptcy of morality. It's insane. Take a listen to this.
3: Good morning, everybody. Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, live from America. Look, all weekend long, all I saw all over social media was teachers all over the country and employees of Disney walking out in protest over the Florida parental rights law. Now, had they bothered to read the law, they would know. That the cap, the age limit, the group in which that refers to, is third grade. That means that they're walking out and quitting over the fact that they can no longer have sexual talks, sexual conversations with Five, six, and seven-year-olds. Nothing else in the world has made them protest and walk out. Not abortion, not illegal immigration, not inflation, not being overtaxed. No, none of that matters. But the fact that they can no longer talk about sex with a five, six, or seven-year-old? Look, I would rather falsely be called a racist all day long than rightfully be called a pedophile. That's disgusting, and we need God. Have a good
0: day. We do need God, and we need to get God back in the center of this nation and back on its throne, back on his throne. The problem we have right now is we have a class of people that are wandering and running this world that are godless at best. God, and and at worst, they're complete worshipers of Baphomet, Ball or some sort of Luciferian hole. That's not even debatable anymore. All you have to do is follow what's going on in really in Ukraine to realize how deep this hole is. The Azov Battalion and others are literally Luciferian worshippers. And that entire Ukrainian nonsense is just being used as an excuse as Putin guts out the pedophile networks and as Putin guts out all the illegal trafficking of kids and as Putin guts out the bio labs that were funded by our taxpayer dollars to do things like research plague and rabies that can be spread by aerosols through drones that we were building and modifying. As Putin does all of that, we go crazy in this world, in this country with the people over here believing in the Ukraine as if they are gonna if, if they can stand with Ukraine. You don't know anything about Ukraine if you're standing with Ukraine. You don't know a damn bit about their history and yet the media tells you to bow your head and to run and you're going to do that. I've said this all along. If I had been president, I swear the one thing I would have done, and I wish I could have been, I would have told everybody that there was a cure for COVID. I would have told them that the cure for COVID was to push a peanut down the middle of a freeway with your nose, but it had to be at least a mile. And I guarantee you half of our public would have done it. And the next thing we could have offered as a, as a new benefit would be artificially generated noses because they would have just run their nose right off. People are that stupid. That's the problem we have here is people have become compliant, not defiant. And Americans weren't built on a principle of being compliant. We were a country built on defiance, not obedience to tyranny. Right now, we have a major problem in our nation. And that problem is food, and it's running at us like a freight train. You know, this is a great quote by E.F. Schumacher. Perhaps we cannot raise the winds, but each of us can put up the sail so that when the wind comes, we can catch We can catch it. This is important because each of us has a critical component in this food crisis, which they are trying to engineer. Part of what they are doing right now is they are allowing the issue with Russia in Ukraine to, to give them the excuse of saying that there isn't enough fuel. There's plenty of oil if we would be allowed to use our domestic resources, but they're telling you there isn't and at the same time shutting down our domestic production. That's causing a radical increase in critical areas of need for agriculture. Potash and urea are two of those products. They are used for fertilizer. In January, on January 11th of 2021, potash was going at $307.33 a ton. Urea was $373 a ton. Today, 1 year later, your potash is $807 a ton and urea is $913 a ton. And it's projected that those prices will go up again, potentially double by the end of summer. All of that translates to massive increases in costs of food and the ability for farmers to afford to buy the fertilizers. And therefore, they are shutting down production. We've already seen a reduction in production of U.S. agriculture. And though it's not huge, it's coming. We are seeing a decline in the production by about 20%. And that's going to increase. And the irony is that under Trump, that production was going up massively. Now it's on the decline. And what we're in is this window where you're what you're going to witness is as we see a declining dollar, which is global, and the declining dollar is happening because now that the ruble has been pegged to, to gold, one gram of gold for 5,000 ruble, and that all the purchases for Russian oil and gas have to be made through ruble and be registered with the Russian central bank, The U.S. dollar is losing its predominance. 17% of the Western countries controlled 83% of the world. That was through the petrodollar. And if you didn't comply with the petrodollar, you ended up getting what Gaddafi got, or you ended up getting what Saddam Hussein got. They basically wiped you off the face of the earth. Don't kid yourself. When they said there was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and they said they couldn't find any, there was one. It was called Saddam Hussein deciding to take and accept euros for dollars And in so doing, was going to undermine the petrodollar. So we went to war. And how many thousands of lives did we slaughter, both of our own and theirs? Uncounted. This is the world that we live in. And for all of you that are out here waving the American flag going rah, 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 step back and take a moment and realize that we have two things going on here, a pride in nation, which is important to be American and what we can do. And we have a government that has become an absolute tyranny that is running under our flag and wiping out full cultures around the world simply so we can have cheap junk. At the same time, our agriculture model has become 100 percent dependent on the petrochemical model. So this makes it highly vulnerable, plus it's become centralized, and that's a very critical issue here. The centralization of the product, of the global issue, has made a major problem because most of our food now comes from single monoculture concepts. We've also seen a massive decrease in the amount of diversity within our food crops. Our our whole global system or our whole food system now basically is based on about 12 primary food crops. That's stunning. And within most of those, most of that percentage is going to feed cattle and to feed livestock. So we are looking on a global level of a percentage of production where approximately 90% of the food produced is going to feed animals. The, The entire system is upside down. And what's happening is now as we see the increases in the costs of the grain production, which is going to be from the from the production or from the use of fertilizer, those costs are going to increase everything across the market, and there's going to be increased shortages because farmers cannot grow their own, can't afford to have as many fields in production. There's also going to be a shortage of feed. That's already happening in Europe. And as you have a shortage of feed, that means you're not going to be able to pay the, feed the animals, so you're going to have to cull them. That leads to a shortage of eggs. That leads to a shortage of milk. It's a ripple effect. And the thing is, it's all being engineered. They're doing it and using Ukraine as the excuse as Putin came in and dislodged their petto network out of Ukraine, which, by the way, just so we highlight this and it's kind of important like big time, when I did my own research on Ukraine about two years ago, one of the things that I stumbled on was the mass number of orphans in Ukraine, which made no sense. Well, it makes sense now as we start to understand what's been going on. The rise of the LGBTQAI plus community has generated a global demand for adoption. Take a guess. You got it. Ukraine. Why? Because German companies have been organizing so they can buy babies at 49,000 euros. They've been setting up baby production facilities with women that are forced to have kids and then are held there until the child is born, and then they are the child is taken from them and then adopted out. That's what's going on here. That's part of what's going on. Plus, there's the whole child sex trafficking network that's coming out of there. So for all you people out there that are loving hugs with all of our rainbow warriors, let me tell you, there is a dark side to their way of life. It is sinful to begin with without any question. It's selfish like everything else they do because everything is based around their own sexual identity. And it's distracting the world from the bigger from some of the bigger crises. At the core of the one of the one of the elements that's at the core of the Ukraine child crises is the LGBTQA A plus movement. Period. End of story. As far as the other side of Ukraine, the the production of grains is a significant issue for Europe. But that ripple effect is coming here. That ripple effect because they are shutting down production. The Biden administration is paying farmers not to produce and to stop producing food. And so as that goes down, as the cost of fertilizer goes up, farmers aren't putting as, much, as many crops in the ground, as much land under production. California has also banned the expansion of any beef slaughterhouse or beef production facility at the cost of 25% tax. This is happening all over. You have a rise of the avian bird flu now. Once again, they've already culled out 1.2 million chickens off the Midwest, and it's more is coming. And you can expect more of these sorts of, quote, diseases, whether they occur or not, I don't know, but I can tell you since they control the narrative, it's going to sound that way. And the whole attempt here is to do this, essentially. They don't want you to use petrochemicals. They want you to be on an IoT, Internet of Things economy, where everything is chipped and tagged. They want you to be driving an electric car so they can monitor everything you do because it's tied into the electric grid, which ties you into the surveillance grid. And so they're going to squeeze you as much as possible to force you out of petrochemicals and into their world. And part of that is they're going to attack. And that's why they keep coming after beef. They're going to say, well, look at this. We're producing way too much food for animals. So we're going to have to now start producing more food for the world. And we're going to make everybody eat bugs and literally for protein. And you're going to eat vegetables while the elite harvest on feed on the meat feed on the babies. Cause they like to do that too. And, drive their petrol cars Why we are forced to do whatever enslavement system that they have. This is their model. This is a model of agenda 2030, agenda 2050. This is it. And humans are rapidly being pushed into this corral to be slaves and slaves that you will never, ever escape from. We have a choice, and that's a choice that we can start to make a choice to grow food. I've been beating on this for two weeks at least. I mean, for two years, but at least for two weeks, I've been every night on it. But we began talking about this back two years ago. And what's critical is to understand how important it is for each and every person to start growing their own food. We have to decentralize everything. We talk about blockchain technology to decentralize baking. We have to talk about decentralizing the food production system. And this isn't just a casual thing like, well, I'm going to get to it whenever. This is a national crisis because if we aren't doing it, they will get you by controlling your ability to consume food. And if you are not in a position to sustain yourself, they will squeeze you and bring you into their digital controlled network and you'll never get out. That's the cost. Kill your lawn, grow a garden. At whatever cost, kill your lawn, grow a garden and get busy. Costs are going up. I just ordered beans, dried beans, a number of bags. In the last six months, the cost has doubled on 25 pounds. For organics, it's gone up almost three times. And that's from a very good local supplier. Costs are going up astronomically almost daily. And that's a dual edged thing because one of that is a supply issue. The other side of it is a buying power issue. They're getting you at both ends. Growing your food is going to become a critical way to, just to make things work, so it's essential that you get busy, absolutely essential. Now, just to give you an idea of where they're headed with this, this stuff is, quite frankly, unbelievable to even consider, but here we go. We're going to get into metaverse. Here we go. About four months ago, I made a video talking about the metaverse and theorizing that it will not only allow you to go into it virtually but make you feel like you are in it physically. But now it seems like this is about to be much more than just a theory because according to an article just released, you can live for about 150 years in the metaverse but only if you are willing to permanently leave your body and quote unquote become a living app. Now they do plan to do this by combining Elon Musk's Neuralink and Metaverse technology and according to predictions by multiple engineers they plan to have people digitally immortal by 2045 which ironically is the exact same year that the movie Ready Player One is set in. I want you to check out a video of Elon Musk talking more about his Neuralink technology. Let me know in the comments would you be willing to leave your body for an extra 150 years or would you refuse? And ultimately, you could potentially download them into a new body or into a robot body. The future's going to be weird. Uh, weird. Yeah, we're already there. It's already weird. Thank you, Elon, who's already wired himself up to the internet. I, I can't get this about Elon Musk. It's crazy. The guy is obviously a CIA hand puppet. And yet, you move this thing where he's he suddenly buys out a share of Twitter and the patriots all rally around going, Oh, great, Musk is getting Twitter going again. What is wrong with people? Stop idolizing. Stop idolizing these clowns. He is a clown. How do you think he has funded his rockets, his failed Tesla program? His Tesla cars are blowing up and they can't even make a profit. They can't even keep up with the production. And have you seen the truck yet? Because I haven't. But I know that you could buy one online for $60,000 with your credit card. That's a good idea. Man, I'm telling you. So, yeah, the, the meta is where they're trying to take everybody. And each of these steps is to squeeze. They take, away the, they take away your acceptance or reliance on food or your ability to get food. That's the first step. Famine's coming next. You have to have a famine. That's a good thing for control. But the great thing about famine is that famine and food shortages is a great equalizer. Because when you can't eat, no one cares what color your hair is and no one cares what color your gender is other than the fact that you better be male or female. That's the bottom line is that all of this garbage that we have with this decadent class of people, this entire group of people that are out here spending more time worrying about whether they're going to get a weenie snip or whether they're going to literally live a life and be productive or if they want to corrupt kids as pedophiles, the reality on the other side is there's a looming shortage of Issue, shortage of basic sustenance coming, the dollar's collapsing, and we have a shortage of food on the horizon. So why do you think they're raising up the LGBT group and fanning the flames of them? Because one, LGBTQAI plus whatever they are, are idiots because they follow anything that puts them under a fear of losing their identity of sexuality, and they are perfect agents to use to keep things distracted in the midst of all of this. We are in a place right now, critically in this nation, where everybody needs to buckle down and prepare, and it is a urgent moment in time, and it's not a joke. We will get through this fine as we did in World War II when we went into Patriot Gardens, but otherwise, we are going to be facing some pretty hellish experiences and potential high levels of rationing. If you think that rationing won't happen, let's look back in history very quickly During the Second World War in 1942, the U.S. limited gasoline to three gallons per week for non-essential vehicles, but because of the war, they were able to make rationing a national patriotic act and desire. I guarantee you that they're going to play that same stunt again. They're just going to call it saving the planet, and they're going to get every one of these rainbow warriors and brainwashed, vaxxed people. To rally around and say, rah, rah, we need to save the planet and ration food. Watch, that's coming. During the tension of, during the time between OPEC and in 19, there was an OPEC crisis when we switched, obviously, from the uh, petro, from the gold base to the petrodollar under Nixon. We had gas rationing going on across the country. And that was the OPEC embargo. So we had that going on, and they were actually giving you gas chits or tickets of what days you could go in and get fuel, and then other days, and then how much you could actually gas up. So this has happened before in recent history, and now they have levels of draconian power that far exceed anything that they had then. Our governor in this state, the bisexual train wreck, Kate Brown, has already put in her emergency powers that she has the right to confiscate food. Unfortunately, that's not going to go over too well in my county with a sheriff that's already made it perfectly clear she's not welcome. We're making sure she knows that as well. But patriots, these people are serious about what they're doing in the sense of waging a war and trying to create food scarcity and trying to take away from those that have prepared. That is in their mindset. This is, a, this is the tyranny mindset. And it is all part of getting rid of and exterminating classes of people in the end so that they will have an obedient class. If you've taken the VACs, you've done a great job of contributing to the obedient class, congratulations. Keep taking the VACs. They're going to love you over on that other side. Matter of fact, they probably already have a nice little cell, 300-square-foot, low-carbon footprint box for you to live in. This is truly a time that we as people, as awake especially, have to be really, and I'm not talking woke, don't confuse that, no woke on this show, that we literally have to get into the mindset that we are in a place of creating a breakaway nation. And that means resilience, and it means building up resilience within the fellowship of Bard's Nation. We have to share the knowledge, we have to share the resources that we have when, when people need it to help raise up this nation. Each of us has a responsibility as well to lead within our own neighborhoods. The breaking up of the breaking up of the consolidated farm method is critical because the next phases that are coming are pretty obvious. They're in a place right now of denying that there's any sort of problem or problem problem on the horizon for food shortages. I can tell you in talking to farmers, and I have I even spoke to a good friend of mine today, these shortages are extremely real. There is not a question of if, it's just a matter of how long it is before we impact it massively in the, on the store shelves. Right now, you're seeing offsets with imports from other countries, but that's not going to continue. China has about 69% of its needs in reserve, anticipating a massive shortfall next year. We can anticipate a massive shortfall probably in a year, but you'll start to see shortfalls, in my opinion, by the fall. Again, remember the dollar is declining, and it's a critical issue because that means buying power is diminishing. And prices are going up. And just on that alone, just with inflation going up, because a dollar is starting to decline in its buying power, you are seeing at the grocery store, you're going to have to start, you're going to witness people having to make hard decisions between what the minimum is that they can afford and being able to afford to get gas to even get to the store. That's happening now. It's only going to get worse. The more that we can take care of ourselves within what you can grow in your home, inside your house, using grow lights if you need to, outside of your house, in the garden, whatever you need to do, you need to be growing food and need to get knowledgeable on growing food. It's not something you put seeds in the shelf and say, I'll get to it on a rainy day or when the thing gets bad. Growing food takes time and it takes experience, and it's one of these arts that is no longer part of the systemic knowledge, which we have in our culture. But don't worry, because Metaverse is here, and I'm sure that we can all be happy with that. And entertaining ourselves with the entertainment specialties of 3D goggles, and of course, there's a ton of that already in circulation out here. So right now, the biggest challenge that we face overall is the burden of the many that are still asleep. Here's another thing that just came in. Chicken feed shortages drags down eggs production by 40%. I mean, and then just so you, a ranking, this is an interesting piece. This is the ranking of food security. And we like to think of ourselves as top in the ranking of food security. The United States has fallen to... Ninth place in the ranking of food security. Ahead of us is Ireland, Australia, United Kingdom, Finland, Switzerland, Netherlands, Canada, Japan, France, and then the United States. Germany is under us, and if you think about this, Germany is under us, and they're, they can't—they can't even feed their chicken stock for after 15 weeks. They're going to be out of feed for their chicken stock. That should give you an idea of what 11th place means. The world is at a crisis, and it's a crisis that has been accelerated by a number of actions. Obviously, at the core of a lot of this is the reveal of truth that is sitting probably on Hunter Biden's laptop. The insidious actions being done by an elite few to steer this country and to steer this world into a complete enslavement built around a fourth industrial revolution where robots and AI run everything, everybody is eventually transitioned to a transhumanist model, and the food that you eat will be engineered by them. That's another problem with the current agriculture model because when you take away the basics of fertilizer and nitrogen that these soils are reliant on, you have a dead soil. Nothing will grow there. So you can imagine that with a dead soil, ask yourself how much, how much true nutrition you're getting out of each of the food that you're buying from a commercial level. The answer is you're not. So we're getting a depleted in nutritional food. You're getting depletion in the overall biosphere of diversity. And step-by-step you're seeing a, a reduction in the overall health of the world and that's by design reduce the nutrition level of people reduce the brain power of people under educate them teach them stupid things like transgender and queer stuff qt crt and qt to confuse them completely turn them into mk ultra type subjects and then by the time they get out of school they are completely illiterate to live in the world And they're dependent upon the sort of hormonal changes that they've gone through. Once you go through a hormone transition and hormone blockers and you go through that, you're that dependent on that pharmaceutical drug for the rest of your life. There's a good one. Not that I'm sure anybody thought that through. Except the drug companies. They love them. And so you're creating a whole generation of people that are absolutely illiterate in functioning in garden space. Now here's some good news. Gardening has never been, is on the rise in the United States. So about 30 million people are active in gardening, but that's out of 330 million. So you can get an idea that there's a critical time that we press this word and get people out there to start being active in their gardens and not gardens to put up lilies. Sure, that's fun and all, but we're talking about food production. Backyards need to become producers. There's 70 million acres of lawn in this country that are nothing but toxic dumps because most everybody that has a lawn just relies on petrochemicals to fertilize it just for a green looking lawn those areas can be and should be turned into productive gardens not all places are going to allow it especially have an HOA but those rules are going to have to change we have to go back to go forward And the crisis of food is getting real. We are already dealing with starvation in our inner cities, malnutrition in our students, the low-income areas, the reduction in food support programs which started under Obama. All of these things that are happening, we're already dealing with the consequences of malnutrition. And it's only going to get worse. Inner cities are going to be the first hit by this as prices skyrocket. All of this, again, look back on the whole perspective to see how they've engineered this. They had the riots in the inner city. What happens when you do riots in the inner city? They burned down key stores like the Walmarts that were there. Did they come back? No. The Walmarts, the Safeways, all of these these sort of grocery stores that were out there went away. What was in their place? The, the little convenience store. I'll bet you didn't know this. Do you know what the number one group is that has supported the, to use the EBT or welfare cards at their stores who've been behind increasing access to the EBT card, that easy pay for welfare and food stamps, take a guess, the fast food, the little mini markets. They were that mini market conglomerate were the ones that encouraged that. So what that means is in as they went back and we look back over this span under under Trump's period, when they had all these inner city riots, they were started under Obama burning down the inner cities, driving out the big box stores, getting the mini markets in there. They were, their prices were 20%, 30% higher. People that were didn't have a vehicle, people that are dependent on welfare, food stamps, they're now dependent on a local mini market to get basic things, spending 20% higher on goods on average. Now start adding increase in food cost, start adding in decrease in buying power. You can start to see this thing map out. The inner cities become a volatile mess, and that's by design. They want cities to become an internal inferno. That's how they promote a civil war. These people are sick, sick beyond any imagination, but I don't think that should be any any surprise to anybody as we start to watch this Disney crowd and how they're obsessed with trying to turn their whole programming into a child sex grooming programming. And how teachers across the nation are apparently thinking that it's more important to groom kids than teach the basics. And at the, again, at the core of all of this is a looming problem of food. Now, all these other things are distractions. And the food is hitting us on multiple levels. As we talked about a lot last week, we're dealing with a decreasing productivity in the topsoil. The topsoil, one third of the topsoil is gone in one third of the land in the Midwest has lost its topsoil. That means it's nothing more than a raw container that needs petrochemicals to keep things growing, and you need genetically modified grain and seeds to grow there. That's the game. And it's a constant, perpetual cycle of keeping people in, locked in here so that they are convicted. <laughs> that's a good term convicted to a system that will ensure their lack of health and will ensure their enslavement into a system that will constantly keep them malnourished at a lower, lower energy. Our way out of this is the small garden. Our way out of this is to be aware that this is an engineered crisis coming at us. There is no other way but to face it and now to circumvent it by being resilient and build your ability to be adaptive and sovereign. That's at the core of everything. And if we can't see that and we can't address that, we're going to get caught flat-footed. I don't think as a whole, I mean, someone asked me today a question in chat and on the uh, Bended Knee program today. How many people do I think are awake in the nation? I have no idea. What I do know and the only focus I have at this point in time is Bard's Nation. Because everything that I keep hearing, which I'm, it just makes me smile, is Bard's Nation's on the move to prep and to get gardens going. It is probably the most important thing we've ever done. And in that sense, Bards Nation is leading the nation. And that's the way it needs to be. So it's an effort that we need to do to model for our neighborhoods. Take it seriously. It takes time. It's hard work. We need to do that to model for our neighborhoods and be prepared to offer the advice and to guide other people into that place when they need it, because it's coming. And I don't know how soon they're going to wake up, but the food costs are real. The gas, gas costs are real. You can't deny any of that. But somehow I did, there's a, such a cognitive dissonance going on since we went through the mask face diaper nonsense that it's just impossible to kind of pull it all together for people, for them to see the magnitude of what we're facing. Everything that we have known from the banking architecture to the infrastructure of our government, it is all collapsing. And out of it, there is there are two very obvious paths. There is the path that they want you to follow, which they will lure you in like the Pied Piper. Once the food becomes scarce, they'll offer you access to food. They'll offer you access to money, and it'll probably be free money or the UBI. And as you take all those things, you will lose all your rights. Those that want convenience and ease in their life will sacrifice everything to go that way. And their longer-term goal, especially with this meta thing, is as they pull you over there, your new world will increasingly become meta-driven, which they call an internet 3.0. There is this other path. This other path is a breakaway. And it's back to self-sufficiency, self-reliance. It's a harder path. But it's very rewarding and it's God-centric. And with that, You're going to be healthier. You're going to live longer. It's going to be a lot more fun. That's all I can say. I'll take that experience. And we have to get back to some fundamental things. Again, going back to go forward. Take time to understand what your grandparents did. Learn why you still can. Bring that information forward. There's a lot to learn and capture that's been lost. We have to do everything we can to preserve it. Critical times. Serious times, but times which we will endure because that's what the real America is about. That other thing that wants to go off the cliff and play into meta, I don't know what that is, but it's not the America I know and it's not the America I'm going to stand with. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbled just with the magnitude of issues that have sit before us. Father, we just ask for your blessing as we move forward here to keep clarity and we pray for the wisdom of what each step needs to be. Heavy on our hearts, Father, is this transgender, LGBTQI plus garbage attack on our kids. It's dark, it's evil, it's misguided, it's against everything in nature. And yet these fools continue to push their sexuality on young children, which we know very well by scripture is a millstone. We pray for our temperance, but we pray for the direction and guidance on how to react to that. Yet above that, Father, is a glooming crisis that's much bigger than all of that that makes this clown show that they're involved in look petty and is petty. And that is the food issue on a global level. We are literally on a global level facing some critical issues of, of famine and it's rising. So, Father, we truly pray for your hand to intersect here to guide us to all begin to work together of common heart, common mind, and common belief that we can come together united, start bridging that issue of the need for food and the need for developing food and the need to decentralize our production and go back to go forward. We literally have to remember to seek out the ancient ways and the ancient paths. We're reminded by Jeremiah 6.16. Thus says the Lord, stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it and find rest for your souls. But they said we will not walk in it. Well, Lord, we're asking. We're asking for the ancient paths to guide us through this time, to give us the strength once again to put you back on the throne of this nation, to embolden that righteous fire that sits within us, and to walk fearlessly in this walk, to reclaim the control of this world and snatch it from the hands of these Luciferian devils. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, lots to consider, lots to focus on. And we have to be on fire. The clock is ticking. I have no idea what the clock is. The only thing I read last night, which was interesting, is based on Biden's hand puppet, e- EO, that CBDC is apparently scheduled to roll out in about 210 days. So, who knows? I'm not making any predictions. It's impossible to. All I know is things are continuing to spiral. Germany's costs went up 20 to 50% on groceries this week things are getting very real. So we have to stay focused and focused. We will build your garden. Sow your seeds, get yourself prepped. We'll be ready for this storm and it'll be a good one, be an epic one. And every one of us will see each other on the other side. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. prayers right now, probably the best ever is to ask God for the guidance we need. Be clear in your requests. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Just look around and realize what a special moment it is and why we are so trusted. And to do a simple task, occupy the land, expand the kingdom,